Welcome to Sevenfold Studios. I'm your host, Joel Mirujo, and this is Seven's Playbook, the podcast that gives you the tools and insights you need to cultivate winning mindsets, winning goals, and winning game plans. Now, we're continuing our series on the habit loop, the ABCs of building healthy habits, and we're on C, right? We're on C, consistently or yeah consistently taking action consistently taking action what does that look like and i think that this is something that like a lot of people have been struggling with because it's easy to create a goal or a plan you can literally feel motivated because i feel those sparks of motivation sometimes where i'm like you know what this morning we're going to do that thing you know like we're going to uh, bake a cake or we're going to redo our entire room or whatever the case may be and it feels so good until it doesn't you know what i'm saying until like um it becomes like a routine and i think that that's the hard thing waking up in the morning and going to the gym when you don't feel like it is a lot harder when you feel so motivated and you watch that one motivational video and yeah now you feel like doing all of that so yeah uh, we're going to be talking about how to consistently take action and this is something that is hard right so um and please just do also remember that a lot of the advice that i'm giving is more of a framework than it is um like three steps to success it really is a framework so you can use it the way you want but it is beneficial to you it might not necessarily like um, work for you entirely but i think as a, a framework basically guides you in the right direction and that's this is exactly what we're doing we're giving you tools and insight um, um that can help you cultivate winning mindset winning goals and winning game plans um but yeah listen so um i spoke to one of my friends uh a while back and um, they also like listen to the podcast and everything and they were just giving me some advice and everything and they mentioned that like um, I I may have <laughs> gotten to a direction where this this feels like a lecture and like um, well at first I, I laughed <laughs> I laughed because I was like oh damn like is this really me like this is who I am like I've gotten to the point where this just feels like a lecture and i'm just i'm gonna help you guys i am the high performance coach that's going to guide you through this um <laughs> but, uh, i actually understood what they were saying mainly because um i played back my podcast and i was just there like wow like, you know i feel like i feel like i'm being told what to do um but yeah the goal is obviously to have individuals like really do engage with the content at the end of the day like i really do want to um help individuals but um I mean they're right you know like at the same time i kind of want to also like laugh with you guys because whenever i give advice and especially on this topic like um i don't give advice based off of me being like a specialist it's just me kind of walking a journey with a lot of the individuals that i am talking to so a lot of the times i have spoken about let's say what has worked for me um i kind of want to document my my process as well it's even like with this whole thing of the abcs of building healthy habits like i literally have been reading a bunch of books on habit building and everything and like i created the abcs and i'm going through the abcs this whole year with you guys and it's funny how we're actually talking about consistently taking action because where i'm at in my life right now i really do need that like wow um so yeah like 
let's make this let's make this more fun or fun yeah let's let's make this more engaging let's banter like like um we always did in the past um on the midnight mixtape and a bunch of the other like entertaining podcasts that i've um done but yeah so i want to ask the answer the question how are you doing i want to ask answer that question like how am i doing on a personal note uh, without giving away too much of course um i'm actually doing quite well i'm actually doing quite well family okay um i don't know i kind of like calling you guys seven circle because it's like my circle my community of people that just want to grow and yeah win in life of course uh in every aspect of life um but yeah like i think um as i'm speaking to you guys i'm in a very very good place or a decent place i would say um like my health wise well let's let's just talk about where i'm doing well okay i would say because work is going so well everything else not doesn't matter but like it's under control you know <laughs> like it's under control there's a system in place and there's a plan you know to get things aligned so i'm happy to share share that this next quarter well this um we're coming to the end of the, the second quarter of the year and the first half of the year which is quite big um usually the first half of the year you really do look back and you think to yourself okay look what have i done for the first six months of this year um yeah Wait, no, I'm getting things wrong. Damn. Yeah, okay, yes. I'm just going to say, yeah, we're coming to the close of the end of the first half of the year. Let me just put it like that. First half of the year. And a lot of people usually already, like, think of, yeah, they think of their goals and everything. And, like, for the first half of the year, I've already accomplished majority of my goals. When I say majority of my goals, I mean, like, when I, yo, I mean, like, 85 to 90% of the goals that i had already set out for the first half of the year have already been accomplished and i literally have one month to go so i don't know i'm pretty i'm doing pretty well for myself you know um from a work perspective i've been getting what i need um ticked off a bunch of things on the list and the second half of this year is gonna even is gonna be even better you know i left all the hard stuff for the first half of the year but now i need to add <laughs> but yeah so i'm doing quite well i'm doing quite well in terms of that in terms of my uh health like like physically gym whatever the case may be things were going well and then i just got into a rut eh? i just got into a rut and this is exactly what i want to speak about like getting into a rut and everything i feel like i've been in a rut uh with the gym but i have i'm currently in the process of creating a new plan um changing things up maybe just also getting a gym buddy because accountability is important i can't wait for that episode for us to actually talk about the importance of accountability partners i'm going to touch on some of the stuff that i have already been doing but that episode is going to be amazing please look out for it i might even have my accountability partner come and um what's he called share a bit on why it's important <laughs> but yeah um so yeah in terms of like working out and everything like it's been <laughs> it's been weird and then i will say that in terms of my faith i felt weird but not but i haven't really changed in my practice hear me out so i haven't really been feeling quite engaged uh with my faith when it comes to my faith you know going to church and everything like there's some moments where i literally would sit in the service and i just feel like i I'm not really engaging and I respectfully don't really want to be here. Um, but 
it hasn't stopped me from showing up. It hasn't stopped me from being present. Uh, because at the end of the day, your your faith should move you, not your feelings. You know, it's always your faith over your feelings. And um, yeah, um, and this is a very good segue into one of the things that I remember my pastor saying a very long time, uh, like a long time ago. He mentioned that discipline breeds desire. Because at times, at times, look, we don't necessarily want to wake up in the morning and do certain stuff. We don't necessarily want to go to work and everything, but it's because we've been disciplined to get up and take action that we do do this, you know? Um, and also like, obviously we're kind of forced because, Hey, like you want money at the end of the month and you need to show up and actually work. So, um, desire should never be the driving factor, right? Um, what I mean by the yeah, I mean the driving factor. It could, it should be a factor. Like you should desire something, but it should never be the driving factor. It should never be the, yeah, the the factor <laughs> that is like okay. If I don't, if I don't want this, or if I whether I want how I feel dictates what I do. In summary, there we go. Why was I struggling to say that? Um, and yeah, so um, just to give you a quick definition of discipline, right? Um, discipline is the act of training oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way and that's exactly what we're going to um, jump into right um, jump into how we can use certain tools and insights to build on discipline and cultivate winning mindsets winning goals and winning game plans so here are some guided insights and tools to help you build a um, that disciplined life i would say so number one i would say is clear threshold mm, clear thresholds for maximum performance and there's a quote by arnold h glasso that i have over here um where he states success is not the result of spontaneous combustion you must set yourself on fire and this speaks so much to desire and i feel like desire is a spontaneous combustion right and it takes a lot for us to actually cultivate that desire um cultivating that desire is setting yourself on fire actually doing the work for yourself the act of actually showing up and doing the work yourself you know so um once again, success is not the result of spontaneous combustion. You must set yourself on fire. Your desires don't bring you to the destination. Um, your discipline does. Ooh, that's, I need to write that down. Desi I didn't write that down. That was like a freestyle thing. Just to give you guys a quick summary. Like I do make podcast notes, but sometimes, you know, I freestyle majority of it. So let's write that down. What I said was. Your desire doesn't drive you to your destination. Your discipline does. And that is so important because um, as I jump into basically just setting the, these thresholds, setting clear thresholds for your minimum and maximum performance is crucial for staying motivated and consistent, especially during challenging times. By defining these thresholds, you establish a framework that keeps you accountable and pushes you to reach your full potential and your framework is the discipline is birthed from well your your framework births um discipline or keeps you disciplined and i strongly believe that like discipline is not something that like you just feel internally this is discipline is something that you actually um like have to build on you know um 
Yeah, because as much as like you can feel like an outburst of desire to do something, like your discipline is the one thing that's going to actually get you the result of what you what um that in which you want to accomplish, you know, um whatever goal that you have in mind or whatever it is you desire, like it's not just gonna happen out of your one one day's desire to do stuff. I mean, look, showing up each and every single day. Even like when you're getting a degree, there's so many individuals that drop out, and like obviously, there's so many like there's so many different reasons why people do drop out. Fine, hundred and ten percent. But like, I honestly commend every single individual that finishes something that they start, especially something as big as ob- attaining obtaining a degree. Like, you set a goal a long time ago, and there's so many moments in your degree that you just think back and you're like, yo. I kind of didn't want to show up that day. I kind of didn't want to do the subject that day. Um, yeah, like I've heard from so many of my friends, like, well, even throughout the whole journey, like literally sitting, having a chat with them, them like literally crying or feeling bad or feeling just, no, I don't want to show up. I, I, I just, I don't feel like doing this. I have this due tomorrow and I have 5 billion practicals. I have, five billion tutorials i have this i have that and at the end of the day like you still show up and you still um as much as you you want to find a reason to quit um as much as you have reasons to quit based off of how you feel you never let your feelings dictate um you showing up you know and this is the other point that i wanted to raise the goals that you want to achieve don't really require you to show up every single day which is insane okay which is insane the reason why i'm saying this is simply because i have yet to meet somebody that has or well not necessarily have yet to meet somebody but you know there's these challenges on tiktok i remember i think it's like a 75 day challenge where for 75 days you need to do something like a bunch of things consistently like you have to read a couple of pages of a book you have to go running for 30 minutes in the morning then you have to train later then you have to make sure that you're eating uh, whatever it's just so many different stuff right and i mean this respectfully if you have to also know yourself please okay <laughs> please um sit down with yourself and actually just try to understand where am i at when it comes to doing things consistently let alone doing things consistently for 75 freaking days and i say this i've said this before and i'll say it again if you start gymming if you start working out you're not going to wake up in the morning if you set a goal of waking up in the morning and going to the gym like every single day when you have never stepped into the gym right trust me even the ones that have the best results or attain the best results from going to the gym consistently those individuals aren't in the gym every single day right your biggest individual some of those big guys they don't go to the gym yes they do go to the gym consistently but like not every single day there's individuals that i know that literally go to the gym like four days a week and they're getting results some three days a week and they're getting massive results so majority all the the goals that you that you should be setting if they are smart don't require you to show up every single day. Don't require you to um, have like an insane amount of or yeah, basically just put an insane amount of, of effort into it. Like, 
yeah yeah you, you need to start somewhere okay so number one defining your minimum uh performance thresholds um determine the essential actions or tasks that form the foundation of your desired habits and set achievable standards for consistent um performance so what's your minimum performance is in my in my eyes it's the one thing that keeps you uh consistent i've mentioned this before and i'm gonna i want to go into a lot more detail um it's the one thing that's going to keep you consistent. So what I mean by that is if you told yourself, and I always use the gym example, but now I want to use another example, guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's say you want to read a book. <laughs> you want to finish a couple of books um, and you're not really much of a reader. Uh, but this is one book that you want to, you've, or you haven't really been finishing books. You're not going to say that every single day I'm going to read for an hour, bro. You don't have an hour. Relax, bro. Like just, just leave it, leave that thing. Okay. Leave that thing an hour every single day. Now I, I look at my weeks in, well, I look at my progress in weeks. So what I mean by that is if there's a day where I wake up in the morning and I generally don't feel good and it's very, very hard to motivate myself um, to do anything, then I'm just going to charge it to the game. And what I mean by charging it to the game is ugh, you charge it to the game. If you don't know what charging it to the game means, ugh, it's late. But you just kind of charge it to the game and you just kind of leave that day. That day is going to be, um, uh, what's it called? Not really a productive day. Um, and I usually, when I what's it called focus on like grading my days and stuff like that grading my weeks i usually use like the a b c d f system like it's the normal like grading system um where a is like or a plus is like next to impossible where you're smashing each and every single one of those goals you're doing every single thing uh perfectly and it's okay not to get an a it's okay not to get an a right um but yeah i usually range between c's and b's which like in the South African system, C's are like your 70 and above. And like 70% of your goals smashed for the week or your habits done, completed for the week is amazing. Okay. It is great. Guys, look. Yeah, there's a very big misconception of how progress looks. Like if you're getting 70% of your goals done on a weekly basis, you're doing well for yourself. It looks, it looks even it looks like a very consistent individual. Like there's some people that like, because I talk a lot about habits and everything and I'm involved in a lot. I had a development discussion with some of my mentors. What a development discussion is. It basically is a discussion with, um, it's a corporate thing. Yeah. It's a corporate thing at, at my company where we just talk about like what you're doing, what you, and what you have accomplished. So because it's the, it's, we're nearing the end of the first half of the year, um, I already had my development discussion, right? Um, yeah, and like I remember my mentor was busy telling me, or yeah, some of the seniors were telling me, it's like, dude, you're doing a lot. Like, like you, f you should feel like that guy. And like I don't half the time. Like I don't feel like the guy that's accomplishing a lot. But I just realized that it's not because I'm doing five billion things. It's just because I'm being consistent in the little things that I. I can do because I'm setting my tasks up in like manageable, um, like, yeah, I'm basically just taking it day by day. If I could put it like that, um, I'm spending too much time on this point. So, um, yeah, 
as I stated, determine the essential actions or tasks that form the foundation of your desired habits and set achievable standards for consistent performance. The brilliant thing about defining a minimum performance, right? Something, it's something like a minimum performance, like in the week where you tell yourself, okay, look, um, I'm going to go back to the gym example. If you're somebody that really does want to train um, a lot, let's say your max goal for the week is five, five gym sessions a week. Um, you have to set a minimum, set a minimum of like two, because there's going to be some days where you really can't. And that's been like that for me. I've been sick for a bit and I just told myself, okay, look, let me just fall back on my, fall back on my minimum of two. And the amazing thing about your minimum goal threshold is that it's something that you can fall back on number one and number two, it is something that will keep you motivated, right? That is something that has motivated me so much because at the end of the week, I won't feel like a failure because I didn't tell myself that I need to go to the gym five days in that week. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's in your head, in the back of your head, you just think to yourself, I'm like, wow, like I actually accomplished, uh, accomplished my minimum threshold, right? Which means there's still hope. Like, your minimum threshold literally gives you hope to get up the next week, you know? Um, yeah, it's kind of like a really, really cool scape, scapegoat. Good. Um, the second point, of course, is establishing your maximum performance threshold. Um, so setting ambitious goals and define the upper limits of your performance, challenging yourself to reach your full potential. So your maximum performance threshold usually is something that is that pushes you, you know, something that actually gets you from where you are like it it kind of is somewhat of a gap or a manageable stepping stone i would say um that would get you from where you are to where you want to be so if you usually go to the gym three days a week your minimum is two your maximum could be four boom you know what i'm saying so now you're like like an on average you're going three days a week but you're pushing to yourself towards that four. You're pushing yourself towards that five, but you maintain that. You're like, okay, look, let me not go five because um, setting two like um, uh, goals that are too ambitious will also um, demotivate you, I would say. Yeah. Like setting very, very ambitious goals, like you'll just end up burning out and just being like, okay, look, I'm not accomplishing anything, so I'm just going to quit. Um, yeah, and as I said, my third, my third point would be balancing discipline and motivation, you know, finding strategies to maintain discipline um, during tough times in showing that you stay on track even when faced with uh, obstacles. That's why I think that like my f focus of minimum and maximum performance thresholds um, are it's just so beneficial, you know, uh, because it's the perfect balance between staying motivated and pushing, like um, staying motivated in tough times and pushing yourself um, to greater heights. Um, yeah, in terms of like whatever goal you have in, uh, in sight. Now, a couple of questions that uh, I would love you guys to actually ask yourself in terms of setting these thresholds is how can you set realistic and achievable minimum and maximum standards for your performance? And number two, what measures can you put in place to track your progress towards these ambitious goals? This is your grading system, man. Look at your entire week and say, okay, look, what would I grade myself, you know? And try to push for an A or B or C, you know? Um, try not to get to D, right? Push for D, fine. If D is your goal, fine. D is like in the 60s. I mean, if anything, you're, you're moving forward, you know? Um, but yeah, like I try to push a minimum of C, uh, C minus around there. 
Um, and then the last question is what strategies can you use to stay motivated and focused on your goals? And going back to the minimum maximum performance threshold, so important simply because you have something to fall back on. Remember that your minimum is something that you can fall back on and your maximum is something that pushes you, but doesn't push you to the point where it's like, Hey, listen, I no longer want to do this because this is, um, next to impossible. Now, the second thing, um, the second thing that you can do in order for you to consistently take action is something that I have learned from um, James Clear's book on atomic habits. This is, in a sense, like one of those books, one of those books that kind of drove me to 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 jump into um, habits, uh, habit stacking, uh, amplifying action with routine. So uh, Robert Collier. Robert Collier, yeah, said success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. And that's exactly what um, habit stacking speaks to. Habit stacking is a powerful tool that allows you to amplify your actions by integrating them into your existing routines. Integrating them into your existing routines. By identifying and leveraging your current habits, you can create a chain of positive behaviors that support your goals and make consistent action more effortless. Now, how and what is this? How does it work? All those questions, I'll explain. Okay, so what what this means for, for those that still don't understand is habit stacking is in order for you to integrate something new or healthy habit, look at what you currently have as habits, right? And I would say start by making your goals meet you at your place of comfort. And what that means is Whatever it is you're doing on a day-to-day basis, try and introduce these new and healthy habits while not completely disrupting the current system. Now, this is something that we actually do in corporate quite often. Very often, clients or, yeah, uh, in in consulting, clients want to introduce like a new system or uh, whatever it is, you know, like a new system in in place or a new process in place, whatever it is. they want to introduce it without disrupting the current system because the current system clients are used to it while their their uh, customers are used to it and they don't want to disrupt and have like a lot of downtime and that's why integrating it um while not disrupting the current system is is your best bet because you can kind of have like a mitigation strategy where it's kind of like you move from the current system and slowly transition into um, the new system and that's exactly what habit stacking is using what you have um, to meet you at the place that you want to be right and some of the key things is the key things that you can actually do uh, in um, to habit stack I would say is number one identify your existing habits you know recognizing the habits that are already aligned with your desired outcomes as they provide a solid foundation for building new habits that's exactly where you want to start you want to look at what where you are currently and then integrating right creating habit chains which is the next step linking the new actions to your existing habits uh forming a chain of positive behaviors that reinforce each other and increase consistent consistency so because you're already consistently doing something you link a habit that you're not consistently doing to that habit that you're consistently doing and boom um, 
you've you've already got the the ball running with whatever habit it is um you have in place um this is actually quite an interesting thing to do and when done right you can literally be somebody else in um six months to a year simply because of of um introducing this concept of linking your new actions to your existing habits and of course one of the more important things to do is celebrate your small wins you know acknowledge and celebrate each instance of acting towards your goals reinforcing the the habit loop and maintaining um motivation i agree with that so much simply because i'm an individual that has constantly um what's you call taken um well celebrated my my small wins right um this past week i actually wrote an exam and i got like a um a qualification i would say oh no a certification that i've been studying for for the longest of time and directly after i wrote the exam and i got my result my because it's like an automatic thing um um the minute i got my result i didn't even waste time i just left my house and i went to go buy mcdonald's because hey it's the small wins okay fine i most probably have to what's it called take care of that in the gym later but hey um yeah i'm i was celebrating the small wins you know like and just tell your friends because your friends also make a big deal though, or the people that you you that you have in your circle right in your um accountability circle um yeah and that's why seven circle is so important seven circle is actually quite a good name for like a cool accountability circle that wins come on you have to give me credit guys anyways to conclude this point okay i want you guys to ask yourself these the following questions how can you leverage these existing um, habits to support the integration of new actions as i've stated how can you reinforce the habit chain to make it more automatic and effortless remember the goal is to meet you at your place of comfort at your place of ease right whatever you're already doing try to leverage that by creating a habit chain chain um and then thirdly what rewards or incentives can you provide yourself for completing these tasks consistently it might not necessarily be mcdonald's because that's uh it could become an expensive food habit okay and for the ladies that effortlessly buy food uh, buy clothing because based off of their mood um i wouldn't i wouldn't go in that direction if i was you find something cheap <laughs> find something um like ice cream right okay i mean look fine the gym but you'll have to go to the gym after a while but like hey like find something um cheap uh yet rewarding you know yeah yeah and my third and last um point that i want to bring up for consistently taking action is overcoming analysis paralysis you know start before you're ready um a lot of you guys might be thinking to yourself um what is analysis analysis paralysis i'm going to go into a little bit of detail as to what what that is now analysis paralysis the way i understand it is that sometimes we overanalyze things to a point where we refuse to take action right so what I mean by that is it could be a number of questions that you ask yourself to not necessarily do something or kind of disqualify yourself from actually achieving something that you've always wanted to achieve. So you think to yourself, let's say before you want to select like something to study or something like a job to do or whatever the case may be, you think to yourself, okay, look, am I really qualified to do this? Um, 
is it is like you try to kind of um you want the outcome you want to kind of see and understand the outcome of your efforts before you actually do it and very often all you need to do is actually just start before you're ready right and mark twain also once said that the secret of getting ahead is just getting started you know overthinking and analysis paralysis can actually hinder progress and prevent consistent action to overcome this it is essential to embrace imperfection break tasks into manageable steps and cultivate a bias for action start before you feel fully prepared is often the catalyst for um well starting before you feel you you feel fully prepared is actually the catalyst for momentum and long-term success so as i mentioned you know oftentimes it it just takes you showing up you know it just takes you showing up and a lot of our goals don't necessarily require us to show up every single day. I am not promoting individuals not showing up each and every single day. If anything, show up at the minimum. That's why I may I, I spoke to you guys about the minimum and maximum performance thresholds. Um, and yeah, like it's okay. Just just get started. Get going. Like just a quick story. Like um, with me a while back, I wasn't really on LinkedIn quite. Um, I don't know. Like yeah, before. I got into corporate like I wasn't really on LinkedIn and everything and I think for the first six months of me being in corporate like I wasn't really active on LinkedIn mainly because I looked at a bunch of other people's profiles and you kind of feel a little bit intimidated because like people people act like they they got like you know they have something to say you know like you see the way they speak you look at their experience they have you look like you know how they carry themselves and you just think to yourself like wow like these guys know what they're saying, what they're doing. I feel so unqualified. You know, I don't feel like I am somebody, you know. And I remember like one of my colleagues was giving us training on, well, we usually have workshops every single two weeks, weeks like a skills workshop every two weeks. And my colleague was giving training on LinkedIn and like building like a corporate uh, professional portfolio. And like one of the biggest things that he literally just said that is like a lot of the times you don't feel like you can speak on something because there's somebody else that knows a lot more right but that shouldn't stop you from speaking on something that you're curious about um try to look at linkedin or look at something that you might not necessarily be a specialist in you know and who are we to say that we're all specialists in something uh, that we're all still growing and trying to understand just let your cur- curiosity speak you know and that's exactly how i felt like that's why i'm a lot more um what's he called spoken or like i i speak a lot more often on linkedin simply because i'm curious simply because i want to speak on the things that i am curious about even if i'm wrong right at the risk of being wrong, be curious, you know, be curious and just show up. And that's what, um, that's what showing up is. Showing up is basically acting on your curiosity. Like, hey, what if, you know, it's acting on the, the what if. If I show up today, what happens? Do I get more results? Will I get more results? What would happen? And that's what showing up is, you know, being curious, you know. And that leads, leads me to like the points that I wanted to mention. Number one. 
embracing imperfection you know overcoming the fear of making mistakes and embracing the learning process as an essential part of personal growth and as much as we talk about oh guys embrace imperfection the best way for you to actually embrace imperfection is to experience it and you not acting on your curiosity Ooh, that word has been butchering me botting me the whole day um but you not acting on your curiosity hmm there we go is stopping you from actually embracing imperfection i'm going to repeat that as much as it was super hard to say curiosity you're not acting on your curiosity hmm. <laughs> is stopping you from embracing imperfection and actually growing you know um and yeah so i really just wanna i want to encourage you guys guys be brave and just show up you know What's the worst that's going to happen? You know, you overthinking when to start, how to start, whatever. Set a small target and move to all and show up and show up. That's it. I just need you to show up. That's it. That's all I need you to do. I just need you to show up. When a baby starts her first steps, the first thing she does is just to try to stand. You don't tell her, hey, listen, the goal is for you to actually walk and then eventually start running. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's should look scary for her you know what i'm saying for 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 the child sorry when i, I said her damn um i said her because i'm thinking of my niece oh uh, yeah guys she's the cutest thing i don't want to shake the segue into talking about my niece now. <laughs> um but yeah um yeah well, it's funny yeah yeah when she started walking like obviously she's nervous she's scared you know um but just standing Start off, starting off by standing not even starting off by standing starting off by crawling first you know starting off by crawling first before you actually have the goal to to stand walk and move set a small goal and show up then of course like breaking tasks into manageable steps breaking down your goals or toss into smaller uh, actionable steps to reduce over overwhelm and facilitate consistent action as i mentioned right you need to crawl before you can run right but focus on crawling right now you know and then cultivating a bias for action shifting from overthinking and analysis paralysis to taking immediate action propelling yourself forward um i remember somebody saying that there's this rule called the one two three rule where before you want to do something or if you don't really feel like doing something but you know that you 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 gotta do it, you know. Um, just use the one two three rule, right? Like, count backwards from three, and then get up and just do it. So it's three, two, one, boom, do it. Um, I remember the first time I heard about this, it was like like you know when like you're like scared to talk to a girl, which is um well us South Africans call it kwababa, um, <laughs> and it actually helped. Eh? I'm not gonna lie, like as as a kid, it's not like I was scared. It's just that you're like yo, this one is a little bit out of my league, eh? Like. I, and I want to say that, like, not, like, I think everybody has had guababa for somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you've been nervous to talk to somebody in your life, right? This myth of, oh, no, I don't have guababa. Mm -mm. There was, a, like, everybody has guababa for somebody. There's always that one person where you're like, mm, yeah, you know? Um, and that's where the, 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 what's it called? One, two, three, or three, two, one method comes in where you kind of just count back um from three and boom you just do it right um i'm a little bit um 
yeah i don't know how to feel about that method but hey it's worked sometimes because me guys <laughs> i'll continue counting backwards you know zero negative one negative two until when um but in any case um i want you guys to ask yourself the following questions when it comes to this point of overcoming analysis paralysis and um, just starting before you're ready as a whole what actions can you take to get started even if you don't feel fully prepared or confident what strategies can you use to prioritize and tackle these steps systematically and ensure progress over time and finally what techniques can you employ to create a sense of urgency and prioritize taking consistent action guys just start you you've been like yesterday you said tomorrow you know so just start and the thing is you don't even have to do that much just do it just do it okay now in closing discipline breeds desire it's your faith not your feelings that should drive you to take action start by making your goals meet you at your place of comfort integrate your desired goals into your current habits and finally just start oftentimes showing up is what makes the difference in turning a dream into an accomplished goal now in the next episode we'll be discussing consistently taking action well no we'll actually be discussing d in the abcs of building healthy habits excuse me deliberately evaluate your progress and that episode is actually going to come at such a great time in the year as we evaluate our progress for the first half of the year so guys next month we're going to be evaluating our progress for the first half of the year so if you've been listening to this podcast and you haven't been um what you call tackling your goals you have a month you have june okay you have june you have okay by the time this episode drops you have less than 30 days but hey 30 days nonetheless please sort yourself out because we're going to be talking about the first half of the year right number one which goals haven't you accomplished and how to actually deliberate, uh, deliberately evaluate your progress and then obviously taking action there afterwards because the next six months of the year are always the best six months. Okay. Anyways, let me sign out. Thank you for tuning in and being part of Seven's Circle, a community that wins. Whether it's your mindset, your goals, or your game plans, we've got all the tools and insights you need to start winning in life. To stay up to date with our content and join the conversation, follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram at Sevenfold Studios or simply follow me personally on LinkedIn at Joel Marujo. Keep using Seven's playbook to build the life you want and we'll be here to support you every step of the way. Until next time, keep doing the most with the most high.